Welcome back to Candid Conversations with Carmen. I'm your host, Carmen, and this is my side host, Ashley, and our wonderful, incredible, amazing producer, T Nugget. T Nugget. No, 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 Nugget. And let's just jump right into part two of last week's episode. I feel like if I do say it, then. Then it's a weapon against you? Yes. I can agree. I can agree. And I don't really know where that comes from. I really can't say. Like, maybe maybe I saw something in my youth, mm. you know, that has to be revealed to me. Mm. You know, maybe. maybe, And so it just kind of plays into that mindset of, I, you know, I, you know, maybe it's the, the mindset that you should always be putting your best foot forward. And yes. so, and maybe that plays into it as well is we were always, I don't want to say taught, but it was, it was displayed mm-hmm. in our upbringing yes. that you, if you're going to invite someone into your home, yes. and so that's into the knowing you portion of you, I think we kind of correlated these two thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's got to be cleaned up. Yes. It's got to look right. Mm-hmm. It's got to be presented correctly. Yes. And so you don't want anybody to see that junk in the drawer or that trash, you know, that kind of was overflowing a couple minutes ago. Yes. You're going to take the necessary steps to in turn Cover. and realistically conceal it. Yeah. I mean, you, you're going to conceal it or you're going to brush it away or you're going to make sure it, it, it's presentable. Yes. But that doesn't mean that the holes and issues aren't still there. You just put them in a place where they aren't really seen. To the outside. To the outside. Yes. So that could potentially be, have been internalized to the point of you want to put your best foot forward in general. And so you don't trust people because you don't, you never knew what the consequence was going to be if somebody came and, and saw it, your stuff a mess. You never saw it because it never got to happen. So now you're like, it, if you did say something that was, it was, it was not good. You were going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, so maybe in that yeah. now, when you say I, I, so I'm you inviting you in. So it may not even be that I'm not trusting. You could be a trustworthy person, but I've already put up this wall of yes. this is what you can see. This is and what on, you can see. And only this is what you can see. And only this is what you get. Because I, for fear of, whatever the consequence is of them finding out the trash in you. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yes. honestly. Yeah. So you're, you don't know if you're going to be admonished. You don't know if you're going to be judged. You don't know if your business is going to be put out there. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's going to just make you feel raggedy, you know. And so you maybe conceal that a little bit more. Not necessarily because you don't trust that. Like I said, I don't trust people because I feel like people's intentions change. Minds change. Yes. You're saying you don't want to give up control because you have to be able to be responsible for you yes. and you're in charge of you. And then if but I have somebody that is in my purview where I am supposed to take care of them, yes. then I am in control of them. And so I have to protect them. So yes. in that, then they become a part of my bubble. Yes. And so, but you don't want to let people into that bubble because you don't, maybe you don't trust yourself to be exposed because yes. you feel like if you are, then you're 
you can crumble. Yes. Because all of the secrets and the things that you're concealing, the hurts that you don't want people to know, the scabs you don't want to be peeled off, you're like. Well, even things that I might not even know about. Right. It's things just, you're dealing with and you don't know. Yeah. But that. But I don't even think it's even just like secrets or anything that you're concealing. Oftentimes you don't want to say certain things because like you said before, it can kind of be used against you kind of like ammunition, like in conversations afterwards to be like, oh yeah, but we know Carmen, she, she does that, but you know, and then they'll bring it up like that or, and I feel like that way you always want to seem like you're put together this, that, and the other, but like Carmen said, you don't want to be exposed, but it doesn't always have to be with like secrets or anything. It's just in general because you, that definitely can be used against you when you I, feel like that. I think, and I, but I think I, I can say that for sure that I would edit, like certain. I can say for sure that I would edit. I know I had a friend in college, and this friend, they had some really terrible things happen, and, um. But every time that they went out and about and they met new people, they told their whole life story. Yeah. And for me, when I would see them interact or try to get things happening, I felt like that was a detriment to them getting ahead or yeah. getting into the things that they wanted to do. Because I felt like every time after that, the person that they met didn't see them as who they were. They saw them as the story that they told. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, it made it harder harder and more difficult for them to be able to get into a place of, to me, excellence. Yeah. Like, I, I truly believed that if they had have just edited something. So if they hadn't have been as transparent, yes, they, they could have been more they were, successful. They were, yes. So you computed their level of success or their ability to be successful to the ability for them to shut up <laughs> yes i was gonna say conceal but no no because because okay. really it, I, and, and that may be something that i need to work on yeah. but i truly feel like sometimes people don't need to know everything yeah like there are sometimes so do you think that when you because of that mindset it's hard for you to turn it off in every situation yes yes i no, because I, I think like I you said, you have only like a couple of people that you are really open with. Uh-huh. You have that level of transparency with. Uh-huh. So literally you, you named two people that yeah. you really felt like you could have that open with. And, I, and I'm not knocking that because, you know, me, mm-hmm. my circle of friends is condensed at best. Yeah. So you so I understand that coming from you. But do you think that that has that prevents you from other relationships like from the ability to have other relationships because you don't want to run the risk i don't know i've thought about that i really have i i've thought about my level because i've had people tell me that your level of independence will make it hard for you to be in a long-term relationship yeah that it would be hard for you to be able to let go Mm -hmm. and i've thought about that and i'm like do i but do i want to because you have to really trust somebody i have to really trust you yeah and the thing is no person that i've ever met yes has been in a place for me to say i would trust you with my life but that doesn't the trust grow over time Sometimes. in your other relationships like, or do you, do you the people that you said you really trust yes do you did you instantly trust them like no. you felt like you know what i vibe with this person I, and i, I think i, can I trust instantly them. 
felt like I vibed with them, yes. Yeah. But did I instantly trust them with all of myself? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. Um, but that did grow over time. And I'm not saying that somebody would come up and I just like, oh, I just want to tell you all my business and I want to <laughs> just do all these different things and you can know the, the inner workers of me. Because one thing I do know is that no person is going to ever know everything about me. Yes, that's true. They just can't. Right, because there's stuff you don't know about that. You. There's things I don't know, but even the things that I do know, there may be some things that I'm just not going to tell. Yes. I'm not going to divulge. That's yes. just that's just going to be the case. But I do think that the people that I've met, I don't think that they are strong enough for who I am. Like if, if in like yes. a relationship si- situation. Yes. Okay, I get what you're I don't saying. I have not found somebody that I felt that was strong enough for who I am. Okay, for my character of who I, or to even be like to say. You know what? I don't think that's right. I yes. don't think that what you're saying is like other than my family. Yeah. Who are really open to telling me, you know, <laughs> that's not right. That's not, you know. Right. I've not met anybody that's willing to say that. So for me, it's very hard. And now yeah. really thinking about this now, I'm like, I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, I could do a long-term relationship. I could do all yes. those different things. It's like, well, will somebody be able to, you know, handle me (laughs) and will i be able to handle them handle me (laughs) you know just to be able to for me to be able to say here's my stuff and and i trust you with that yes and it's like this i'm like yeah i say i want this but i don't want to be that person to say i want this and i'm not ready for it or not to be in a place to actually be able to give that yeah the give the give yourself completely in a give in myself completely of trust control all this kind of different yes. things especially being a woman yeah in a godly marriage to submit to her husband <laughs> and that's and that's another thing like and you, <laughs> you know, know me i have a really you. hard that yes. thing is hard for me because i feel like people use submission and all these different things to control people, not yes. for it in a godly way. Of but the thing is, the thing is, is that in in you being, the thing is, is that it's clearly defined. Like if you're going to have a holy Jesus relationship, yeah. and you're going to be following the word, like yeah. honestly, because the thing is, is people want to mix and match. Mm-hmm. You want to have a Jesus relationship and then you want to have the, you know, some other areas of your relationship that aren't Jesus parts Mm -hmm. so that you kind of mix and match and make that puzzle what you want a combo you don't get that option it's a set menu yeah you if you're following it and it's a holy Jesus relationship Mm -hmm. the wife is submitting to her husband yeah but the husband is willing to lay down the his life for his wife yeah the thing is that the reason and I was thinking about that because we were watching married at first sight the other day and when dad was like, you know what, he needs to, you know, follow the word and, and be willing to lay down his, his life for his wife. And I thought about that. And I was like, the the commandment for the woman is totally different than the man. Yes. They're, they're, they're different. But the reason they're different is because ladies will die for people. Like, yes. women will die for their man and the man is trash. Yes. Like, the man is, like, beating them. And they be like, I'm ride or die. Yeah. A man got to die for you. He like, hold up, what's she doing for me? Like, like. What value is she bringing to this? You know, do we got kids? Like, it's so many different elements that it takes for a man to be willing to die for somebody. Yes. A woman will die for her family. She will die for her dog. Like, yes. ladies get so sentimental to things. They're willing to like, give their lives to things. Yes. 
but the ability to give control and submission to someone is a totally different thing. Yeah. To die for somebody physically, like death, it's yeah. like my life's over. But to be like, I'm stuck with you and you're in charge of stuff. Yes, yes. I, you me, gotta have you have me, to be led by Christ because you will not have my finances in shambles. Me and Lauren, <laughs> we were having a conversation. So we had gone out with some friends uh-huh. and one of our friends wanted to, you know, take us somewhere. <laughs> and we were in the behind the line. I was like, this person can't lead me nowhere. Why are they taking me? I don't trust. What is going on? What yes. is happening? And she was cracking up. She was <laughs> laughing. She was like, you are so serious. I said, I really don't trust this person with my life for anything. <laughs> and this is, it wasn't nothing even serious. Yeah. I was like, but this isn't it. I said, I would rather be lost than to follow this person. <laughs> I was like, I can find my own way. That's horrible. I'd rather be lost than follow me. And I was like, I was like, first of all, that's a problem. That's that's what I need to work <laughs> on. Because after I thought back on that, I was like, I probably need to work on that. <laughs> but still, there are people out there that you would rather be lost than to follow them because yes. they, you don't trust them to take care of you for nothing. You like, I'd rather walk around this thing in a circle until I figure it out. Before I followed you the right direction, <laughs> but I don't know if it's the right. Direction I don't know the right direction. Yeah, because you don't have trust. Because I don't trust. And tie you. it back to trust. Because I yeah. don't trust you. But then there could be somebody who is leading me the wrong way, and yes. I do trust explicitly. And then we get to the wrong direction. I'm like, dog, that was wrong. <laughs> and they be like, oh, it sure is, man. We got to go back. And yeah. I'm like, okay, then. You know, that was that was a messed up, yeah. but I still trust them, yeah. even though they took me the wrong direction. But I think that's because, I think for you, like, like and even for me, like, the level of, of trust you're willing to give people, mm-hmm. I think that other people are oftentimes willing to give trust. They mistake trust. They give trust to someone who's confident. Mm-hmm. So, like... You're hopping on trains in foreign countries following people because you they're, they're confident that they're going the correct way or you think they are. Oh, you're talking about me. No, I'm not <laughs> talking about you. I'm huh? not talking about you. You're, you're extremely confident in the things that you do and you yeah. can be wrong. Like you'll say it with such confidence and people will trust you because they think she knows what she's talking about. She's an expert in this. She's aware, but you don't give that same level of trust to people even if they act confident because you know the 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 confusion that could be happening behind the scenes. Yes. And so I think sometimes you project the, the antitrust you have is a projection of yourself onto other people. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, I know that I can be in shambles within me mm-hmm. and I think I know within, but you won't know that on the outside. Mm-hmm. So when you see other people and they seem trustworthy or they seem like they're putting forth a good effort, you know that you're concealing some doubts within you mm-hmm. and you are like, you're projecting that onto them. So you're saying, oh well, you know, I can't trust them because they could be going, they could be in shambles on the inside. Like, like I technically am, but they won't ever know. And so maybe that is kind of plays into the the lack of trust as well. I don't know. That could be. That could I don't really, know. really be it. That that's that. Uh, but yeah, I I think. Uh, but I think that could be a place where that where I should work on it maybe I might need to go see a therapist 
<laughs> you know, what? I actually thought about that. Uh-huh. I actually thought about going to see a therapist because I was like, you know, people are like so into like mental health and all that stuff nowadays. And like getting your mental health on track and like just being open and honest with someone who's not going to be judging you and has really no skin in the game. Yeah. And they legally can't talk about your business. Like yes. that's what I think is the saving grace for most people. It's like, you can't talk about this, you know, to my loved ones. You know what we'll find out. I thought about that. I was like, you know, I could go see a therapist and like lay on their sofa and just tell them. And I thought I probably would be wasting my money because knowing me, mm-hmm. I still want to tell that therapist nothing. <laughs> The therapist would still be like, and on session 32, let's talk about yourself when you were 24. Like, we would have just gotten through, <laughs> like, just gotten through 25, and they'd be like, let's go back to 24 now. Like, session 32, I feel like I still wouldn't, wouldn't get my money's worth. Why do you think you would not tell them? Because I just feel like other people's opinions, like, your therapist is not going to, I don't want to talk to somebody who's just a board for me to talk to. I can talk to the wall. Yeah. Like, if you aren't going to say anything or you say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what value is being added to me? Because I'm just saying these things out in the open. Like, mm-hmm. I can go talk in my room privately, door shut, and just say whatever. Yeah. So, because I wouldn't want to pay for something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, if the therapist is coming back to me and says, well, when you were younger, do you think that that, you know, uh, played a role in this? I feel like you don't really get a say. Like, you, you know, I don't care about your expertise. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I don't feel like the level of expertise or training or years or whatever, that can help you to te- be taught tone and inflection to read into things that need to be read into for yeah. sure. But I just don't feel like, I don't feel like there's any level of degree that would qualify someone mm-hmm. to be able to tell me. They could be right, but I just don't feel like their level of degree would qualify them to tell me, like, that is the pinpoint of the issue. Like, I don't think that somebody could, could pinpoint stuff like that. Yes. I, I don't know that therapy is always that, though. There are yeah. so many different types of therapy. That's true. That, that is true. That's there. There are some people that would be like, I'm going to pinpoint your issue. But other ones, is just to work you through what it is that you're going through. So you talk it through. Like, even sometimes when we talk together. Yeah. And we have had conversations and we be crying together and yeah, all that kind of true. stuff. My, <laughs> my semi-annual cry. <laughs> <laughs> but when we have those different conversations, that's therapy. That's yes. us talking about things that we might not have never thought about. And we've been into a place, now we've delved deeper past just the surface conversation of where it is and gone to the heart of it. Like, you know, my five-year-old self, you know, right. felt like everything was taken away right. from me. Like, that, this is hypothetical, but just, you right. know, uh, everything was taken away from me. And so, therefore, now when I want something, I know that I have to go out and get it myself. Yeah. Th- that That is something that I think sometimes you don't delve into that because you you don't want to deal with it and you don't know how to come back from it. And I think sometimes therapy is that place where you can delve into those deeper places and, and then come back and then be it. able to come back from it. Cause they can give you ways to work through it. That's true. I didn't even think of it like that to work through. So it. you're an advocate for therapy. I am. I yeah. am not. Um, I think that it can work. I think you need not just therapy. I think you need Jesus too. Yeah. Um, and I think you need a really good circle of friends that can yeah. be there to walk it through because I think sometimes the things that you bring up in therapy can affect you in a way that your therapist might not even be able to assist you with yeah. on the other side. Whereas if you talk it out with your friends, 
you might not go as in depth, mm-hmm. but they can still assist you with the healing process. Yeah, that's true. I haven't thought of it like that. Yeah. And then that last little deci- decider for me not to do therapy. Mm-hmm. What do you think it was? The money. You already know. <laughs> you already know. But I think. I, but now that we have like actually talked about that, mm-hmm. I actually don't. I don't think I would be as anti as I was. Like I wasn't anti because I think it can work for some people, and I don't think therapy's for everyone. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I actually even thought about that because I was like, oh, you know, I could do therapy, and slowly talk myself out of it because you know. But you're right. Like, honestly, it's that that point where you can just have a a completely um, objective point of view. Mm -hmm. Someone who doesn't have any skin in the game. They have no qualms. They have no issues. They when you leave, you're done. They are on to the next person. So that level of maybe the the lack of relationship with that person. But I think you do build a relationship. Oh, you're, you're going to. But I'm saying the lack of outside it's a professional relationship yes mm-hmm. it isn't a personal one and mm-hmm. so the lack of personalization i guess or um intimacy i don't want to say it that way like the i think you mean like you the, are not i can't sway you with my emotion because it's not personal for you yes. it's just a a story that i'm telling you or i'm telling you about this thing and now you can think of it from an outside point of view to yes. be able to see it but like well, maybe you were. Do, do you think you might have been a little emotional in that moment? Yes. And then yes. you can think back and be like, well, yes, I was emotional. Yeah. I probably took it a little too far. I had that moment where that was literally based on the facts of the situation. Yeah. It's not like, well, from what you perceive and how you tell it. Yeah. But it's not like if I tell you something and you know me. Yeah. So you're like, well, you know, for a fact that you got upset mm-hmm. because she called you out on that one thing mm-hmm. and that stemmed and kind of channeled down and you came back at her yeah. with a little more attitude than you had to have just because you know me. And so I think that that could definitely, that that level of, of objective, <laughs> objectification, no. <laughs> that objective nature of that relationship, I think would make it be a healthy um experience mm-hmm. i think so yeah that's so cool to see hmm. i don't know we'll i think see. that's something to be re- to revisit at another time <laughs> so y'all are down for something <laughs> <laughs> i think so i i really have been thinking about it more um of whether or not i want to um to see see a dollar therapist or somebody a counselor or something to talk about different things do you think that it just kind of came to me a little bit when you say a counselor or something of sorts do you think that um therapists are taking the place or or a kind of sliding filling in a hole that is being left a lot of times where maybe your church family or church body or pastoral staff previously failed or previously held that place i know a lot of people would talk to their pastors and that would be their counselor and their you know they have that level of transparency conversation and the person just tells them you know like hey just like a therapist would maybe with less academic training Mm -hmm. but you know (laughs) but they would still do that do you think that that is the case no, I think for some people that may be the case that they feel like the, the the pastoral staff may just do it from 
a a biblical standpoint where it's only scriptures and not really real world application. Um, but I don't think that I think you can do both. I, I really think it would be good to have somebody who is a spiritual counselor for you, mm-hmm. somebody that you can talk through some things because a lot sometimes the things that you're dealing with, they may be internal or mental or anything like yeah. that. Something like that. But it can also be tied into the spiritual aspect of it as well. So yeah. I think the the dual duality of it is to get a counselor that is a Christian so that they can come from the standpoint of a godly background where they are tying it into science yes but as well as to the word so yeah. then you get that like that dual dual thing and i think is also because like you said pastors aren't sometimes qualified yeah and some of the advice that they may be giving you is man and then you take it to be completely com- back because com- they completely yeah. fact and i think that's one of the things in the past but that doesn't people- that also play into your level of trust with your pastor Yes, I think I, I truly believe that. And some people, Cause, I mean, might- realistically, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If the person is being led by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and they're telling you what the Lord is telling them to tell you, mm-hmm. then it's right. Mm-hmm. But if you think that they might be giving you poor information, mm-hmm. then are you, should you even be going to that church? I, I just it came, it came to me like if you don't think they're being really I, spirit led, I, I don't. I don't know. Sometimes it it doesn't have to be about them being spirit led. I think that it could be. Sometimes people can be spirit led, but they are still human. Yes, and so I agree. they can hear from the spirit and, and then, then be like Peter and immediately be like be in their flesh. You're the son of God, and it's like, wait a minute, get thee behind me, Satan. Two seconds later, yeah, yeah. I think it can be that. So I, I think that's one of the things. But I think a lot of people are turning away from pastoral staff, yeah, t- for doing counseling and going into like a professional, yeah, because in the past people implicitly trusted their pastors yeah for everything and trusted that what they were saying was the truth mm-hmm. not necessarily listening to the holy spirit for themselves they were just going this is my pastor because they are my yeah. pastor what they say is law and therefore when they say this this is what i'm going to do i'm going to give all my money to the church i'm going to you know divorce my husband i'm going to go over here and do this because yeah. the pastor said it not the lord not anything else the pastor said this they took away their actual functional thinking of like logical thinking, critical thinking skills. They lost all of that. Yeah. And they just gave everything to the pastor. That was, they gave complete and total control and trust to this person without thinking logically for themselves. And I think when you go to somebody that's not your pastor, once again, it's not a personal relationship because usually you have some type of tie to your pastor. Yeah. So they know something. They have some mm. thought about you. Right. A preconceived notion. A, a preconceived notion about you before you walk into that office. And so mm-hmm. be, when they see you, even though they may say some things or do different things, they've also had that thought about yeah. you. Whereas if you go to a ther- therapist, they don't know anything about you when you walk off the street. Yeah. They build that thought about you as time goes on. Yeah, that's true. Based on the picture that you paint. Based off the picture that you paint, and if they're a good therapist, then they can read build, between the lines. They can read between the lines and find out, you know, for the most part, unless you're a sociopath or, you know, somebody <laughs> like yeah. that, you know, who you really are yeah. and what's going on. So I think that. But I think that next time, if we can talk about 
you know, go a little deeper into some other topic. Deeper? Not goodness, not a little deep. This is a two parter. Not not this not <laughs> trust and control. But I think other things. I think we these are conversations that need to be had. That's because, true. Because because I didn't even plan on talking about therapy and all of that stuff. I think those are conversations that we need to have and to be even maybe even dive a little d- deeper into you know other topics just like today's they don't all have to be two parters but right but right we, but we also can have some fun stuff too exactly a you lot know of me laughs. you know me <laughs> love a good time yep so we'll talk to you guys next week next time bye bye